The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Sunshine, golf, great food, slower lifestyle, just some of the reasons there's been a surge in Irish buyers looking to relocate the Algarve. But you will need a pretty decent budget. Now, to get some insight into this, I'm joined by Michael O'Connor of OCM Portugal and O'Connor Murphy Estate Agents. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, let's talk about the number of people who have already yes. decamped to Portugal. Quite a number. Yeah, I'd say, well, in the last three years, it's steadily increasing. Um, the latest facts show that there's 15,000 people living in Portugal at the moment. And who are the, Irish. Who are Irish. Sorry, 15,000 Irish people living. And that's increasing all the time. And that's not taking into account the people that live there on a month-to-month basis or for certainly in months like January and February. It'll be very popular with the Irish. And they, I suppose... Um, a, a remote working has has enabled them to do that. Um, but there's really, I suppose, the three reasons, if you were to summarise, why do people move to Portugal? I mean, lifestyle is the obvious one. I mean, you have 300 days of sunshine, as you mentioned there in the introduction. You have great golf courses, great food. Um, the health, the healthcare is 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 very good. Um, I mean, their equivalent of the HSE. How does it operate? Well, they work they work on a, on basically they've they've local clinics. So I mean, if you have if you need stitches or you need something happens, you, yeah. you're brought first to your local clinic, and if they if they can't deal with it there, then you're brought to the hospital. They escalate, they escalate to the hospital exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a very efficient service. Um, it it in 2023 actually Forbes voted um the best place to live for expats. Um, so, so that's one of the reasons. I mean, which I suppose coincides with lifestyle is the, is the cost of living there. Um, it's um, a, a, well, number one, you're not going to have the the central heating uh, on very that's, much. That's very true. <laughs> that's if very you, true. if you have central heating, I know yeah. a lot of uh, properties in Portugal they don't actually have a boiler. They might have, uh, say, a wood fire. A wood fire or the air conditioning sometimes can can turn into a heating system. Yeah. But I'd say you're correct in saying the amount of times it's used. It might be used in odd time in December or January, but outside of that, uh, yeah. it's the air so conditioning. So your energy you're bills using. are going to be lower. Your energy bills, and food yeah, prices are food, lower. Every, I mean, thirty five percent is the general co- outside of rents. Thirty five percent is the, um, the difference between Ireland and, and Portugal. Wow. Was the latest survey. I mean, it's it, as I always say to people: if you're going living down there, uh, go where the Portuguese go. You know, I mean, they 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 the average wage in Portugal is seven hundred and fifty euros a month. So I mean, at that so low rate, prices reflect prices that reality reflect exactly, exactly. And and it's not only years ago when you heard of people moving to Portugal, you you you've, you've thought of the high net for individual mm-hmm. worth the individual. Uh, now it's it's open. I mean, you place like Lule and Faro and places like that, you can live very comfortably. Your euro will spread very easily down there. You have the yeah. weather. You're not on the beach, but you're you're very near the beaches. Yeah. Um, the the question then of people buying property because yeah. if you go on international websites, yeah. very dear. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, but there's, there's got to be another way well, of accessing more affordable uh, accommodation like the Portuguese do. Yes, what we, uh, I mean, I'm going there over 25 years now and I lived there in 2008 to 2010 and I suppose where we saw the gap in the market was there's no such thing as a daft or my home as we have in Ireland for, yeah. for, for expats to search or, or Europeans to search. So we basically took up the mantle and we do that search for you and basically streamline the whole process for you, introduce you to the proper lawyers, tax advice and if it's if refurbishment, architects, builders, the planning process, um, etc. So we try and we've taken that and it's mainly Irish buyers that we look after. Now, uh, people listening will say, oh, maybe I could sell my 
three bed semi mm-hmm. here in Dublin and move down to the Algarve mm-hmm. um, because if we need to come back sure the daughter or the son will put us up for a couple of days if we mm-hmm. need to come back for Christmas yeah. so we can actually realise the capital value of our asset yes what could we buy in Portugal for the C- three bed semi that you might sell for half a million here yeah well, you, in, in the you, Dublin area you'll, you'll comfortably get something in, in, in Lule Faro in parts of the Algarve for half a million I mean that's that's a reasonable budget to go to the Algarve with I mean we I suppose Ireland when you mention Ireland you mentioned Dennis O'Brien and Kinted Lago where it's in the millions and that's what everyone perceives that the, that's the cost of property yeah. down there where that's I mean Val de Lobo Kinted Lago Dunastradis those areas certainly you're, you're one and a half million plus up to 15 yeah. million. I mean, there are there two economies in the Algarve. There yes. is the tourist economy and then all you have to do is go into the hinterland by a few kilometres and you're into the Portuguese economy. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's and as I said, the only, the only drawback to it is you're not on the beach. You're away from all the, all the, uh, the summer, the tourism side of it. And you're basically, you're living yeah. like the Portuguese. And, and many modest uh, houses will have a pool. You know, a small yeah, pool. Not unusual. Yeah, absolutely. Not unusual yeah. at all. Not unusual at all. But as I said, you're, you're, you're probably more than likely, if you're spending that kind of money, you're, you're, you're 10 minutes from a beach anyway. So, you know, um, yeah. so it's, it's, um, so it's not just for the, for the very wealthy. Yeah. I mean, you do have a lot of the, you know, you do have a lot of people moving down for tax reasons as well. I mean, from an Irish point of view, you have the non-habitable residence, residence tax, or residence um, program. Now, there are program, two programs. Yeah. There's a golden visa program. For yes. Aimed Chinese Americans, yeah, mainly the Chinese and the Americans are taking up that, and there's been that has been restricted in the last twelve months. Uh, before what does it was that allow the them and it, Russians? You find Russians down there yeah. as well. What does it allow them it, it to do? It basically gets them a, a visa in Portugal. So in a lot of cases, they're doing it to send their children to school to, to, to college or school in in, in Europe. Uh, so international schools, international schools, and that that's the main reason that I've come across why why they've they've um, they've uh, taken that, that visa. Uh, for that visa as well, I mean, you have to spend a minimum of 500000 on a property. You have to have investments. I think it's nearly, you know, there's there's a number of rules for it, but it doesn't apply to the Irish. I yeah. mean, we, being Europeans, obviously, we can we can travel freely down there. But there um, is a programme that does apply and it's very interesting. Yes. Explain. Uh, it, well, basically, I first of all, I would always say if you're going down for tax reasons, you need to get uh, tax advice from uh, a Portuguese and Irish tax advisor. But the broad Broadly speaking, what it is is the non-habitable uh, residency. Um, it's got a it basically zero percent tax for global income. Uh, you have ten percent tax on your pension, your Irish pension, and you have twenty percent tax on any Portuguese income that you that you earn. Now you you've um, you have to spend hundred. It has to become your primary residence, and you have to spend one hundred and eighty three days down there, which is not. Too much hardship and with the weather and yeah, all that's going yeah, on and down pick there. Pick your days because and, yeah. it's often been said that uh, you know the, the most uh, uncomfortable days in Portugal are the days when everyone wants to be there. July and July August, and August exactly. and the most pleasant times are when nobody's there. And now you said it, and that's that's what I find happens. That in a lot of cases, uh, to to help the running costs of your villa or your apartment or whatever, you find that a lot of the people come home in July and August, uh, rent out their property. Um, and that covers their costs generally, uh, and in some cases makes makes some some profit. And then they go back in September, which is when it gets back to normal temperatures again and and back to normal living over there. Yeah, um, it's a wine country, of course. So the wine yes. is cheap. It is. It is, and very good too. Um, so I mean, I, I suppose in the Algarve, Altasia, and all that area is the would be the closest. Yeah. But it's certainly wine and food would be. 
would be top okay, of the so, so you're there from 2008 to 2010 yeah. why'd you come home <laughs> if it's so great I, 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 I certainly asked that question in January when I look out the window and it's dark and gloomy I suppose I've, I have um, four children and they went to school down there and it came to a stage where one of them was going to secondary school and just to give an example of how things have changed on the, when I was down there uh, there was one international school and one of the big prob- ongoing problems was that um, it was it was always been every month it was threatening to close because they had enough children. No business. No business, right. Yeah. Now you have three international schools and the problem now is that you have to go on a waiting list to get in there. So the problem now mm-hmm. is getting kids into school. So your, your children you know, speak Portuguese, I presume? Um, they're, they're a long time out of it, but if they, when they're down there and they meet their Portuguese pals, they, they have a, they, a bit of a comes back, yeah, absolutely. Now, you mentioned there's no kind of international site, but you do, from this jurisdiction, operate yes. a service, do you? I operate, a, we, we streamline it, and we, we basically hold your hand, uh, bring you down there, make sure that, you, that you're getting the, the properties at the right price, make sure that you, you have the proper engineers doing your surveys, proper lawyers, tax advice, mm-hmm. and try and streamline the process for you and, and hopefully make it easy for you. And if you have to get work done... If you have to get work done, we'll. we'll, we'll I mean, are the, we'll is it cheaper? Uh, well, building costs, building a villa would actually building costs have gone up about 12, 13 percent in the last twelve months, like like here. But we will, we'll certainly help you with architects and builders and all that, and and help you get your get your works completed. Well, Michael, uh, I'm sure you've got a lot of people salivating at the prospect yeah. of selling up. I mean, the reality <laughs> will be quite different. Obviously, if you move into a foreign country, your neighbours, um, hmm. you don't know anything about them. Yeah. You don't have that network of friends and so on. So you have to, you know, build your links life. into the new community yes, and yes, all of that. Yeah, for, I mean, I can only speak from my own experience with, with the young. When, when we moved down, my children were young. And you tend to to gravitate towards the people in the school, that the parents in the school, etc., that are in the same situation as you. Yeah. But you know, with golf and there's there's a very active Irish community down there, which are always very welcoming and open to to new members, shall we say? Well, Michael, thank you very much uh, for joining us, uh, yeah. Michael O'Connor of OCM Portugal and O'Connor Murphy Estate Agents. Your website: uh, www.oconnormurphy.ie. That'll lead That'll you lead everywhere. It, lead you into very the good, thing. Michael. Thank, thank you very you much Appreciate for uh, joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. on News Talk.